0: This is the Jerry Callahan show. I got big questions, big questions today. Uh, Carano can, uh, can Tom Brady do it again at the age of 44? I know he has to play a home again, play a game this week and Aaron Rodgers doesn't, but I think, you know what? The big game everyone's going to look forward to is Brady V uh, Aaron Rodgers at Green Bay, the NFC title game. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, what? What? Why did the five? I know this might only interest me. Why did the five name Judge Janine a full-time co-host when Katie Pavlich is so much cuter? I don't get it. And someone have to explain that to me. The you The University of Pennsylvania swimmer is speak Swimmers, the anonymous ones, not Lee. The anonymous ones are speaking out, and they say they hate this. I saw a report from NBC saying she has the support of her teammates
1: baloney she's got no
0: support her teammates can't stand this and this person anonymously makes it quite clear i got a question about joy reed does she know that's most that many of the unvaxxed are black because she spends half her time you know screaming about racism everything's the clouds are racist everything's racist and the other half demonizing the unvaxxed and it's almost like this dummy doesn't realize that many 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 of the unvaxxed are african-american
2: so if you ask a black person for an id to vote that's racist but if you keep them from from or if you if you make them get paid less because they don't have a vaccine that's not racist right.
0: <laughs> she wants Enjoy. to well, yeah we can get into that but her latest idea is pay the unvaxed less i don't see a problem with that just oh, yeah. one day one day the boss shows up and say are you unvaxed? okay we're gonna pay you less uh, uh no problem there but the the mandates we've been talking about it for a while—they begin this weekend in Boston and in D.C., and it's gonna get nuts because uh, the people who are going to be fired, people who are gonna be denied service, many of them are minorities. It makes no sense. They're, they're they're just gonna go elsewhere, and you're gonna have apartheid in 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 Boston, in D.C. You already have it in New York, but hey, whatever it takes to keep. Us healthy, but here's my my big question for today. And I, I ask this every night. It feels like every night. Every night I'm I'm on Twitter. I'm watching the news, and I see this madness unfold. And I and occasionally they will go to Australia. It used to be they'd go all around the world, but um, lately we focus on Australia because it is so shocking. We thought Australia was a free country. We thought it was you know frontier people. More similar to the United States than not. Yes, and uh, obviously Western, obviously speak English. It's summertime there, and I saw a, a clip from the beach. There's still lots of people on the beach. They yes. just have to wear masks, you know, when they're out swimming, when they're out surfing or, or uh, uh, snorkeling at the Great Barrier <laughs> Reef. They have to wear them. <laughs> but and, and they, it, they've completely lost their minds. What is the term from Dr. Malone? Mass formation psychosis. If you want to understand mass formation psychosis, Check out the land down under. It is embarrassing what has happened to that place. And I've said this many times over the last whatever year. I always thought I would like to go there before I die. I'd like to see Australia. I'd like to you know, go on some wildlife tour or surf or, or snorkel or whatever. Crikey. I, no, I want no part of that country. I don't want to ever go there. It, 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 to me, it'd be like saying I want to go to North Korea. I want to go to Venezuela. I just don't. It, it's uncomfortable what has happened to that country. And you look at it, there was a, a video yesterday that I retweeted of this older kind of chubby woman getting arrested for not having her papers. And there's like eight cops. She's got like a shopping bag. They pull it out of her hand, they handcuff her, they put her in the wagon. Her husband or a person she's with is saying, why, what is wrong with you people? What has happened to you people? Don't do this. And they are rounding up people. Uh, and putting them in wagons and putting them in in camps, if they're not vaxxed or if they don't have their papers, it's frightening. Or if they don't wear a mask. I, I'll tell you another quick video that I saw, and I don't even remember it. I, 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 a couple weeks ago, there's a cop, and he's standing like on a, in like at a public park, and there's a walkway, and he's grabbing people's coffees, like or, or, or cups, coffees or teas or whatever to see if they're empty, because he uh, wants to catch people with empty cups yes. who won't have their masks up, and he would arrest them. <laughs> would that be peak? Um, I, we'll, we'll get to peak uh, mass formation psychosis in a minute. But can you imagine being an officer of the law? And you have a, this is your job. This is your life. You're checking people's Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks cups To make sure there's something in it, because if there isn't, they must have their mask up. Well, the good news if they have their mask masked down with an empty cup, you arrest them. The
2: good news is in Australia there are no murders, no rapes, no thefts, uh, no assaults. Those are all gone. (laughs) All of that is all gone now. So the cops have a lot of time on their hands to go person by person and check the fluid content of their
0: cup. (laughs) <laughs> it's true the uh in that previous video i mentioned the guy yelling at the cops says you know he owned the store or worked in the store she was in it said you never come this quick when we get broken into you know <laughs> when we're getting robbed they don't send eight cops but when a woman doesn't have her papers or doesn't have her mask up you send eight cops arrest her and take her Who knows where it is a frightening phenomenon but let me get to the question all right and i have it every day you do everyone does Is could that happen here and that question came up yesterday when you and i were talking about the madness in vancouver and in the united states Uh, this kind of blew up yesterday by the way the um the the kid in vancouver who was being evicted from the ronald mcdonald house yes And because he's, and I think he was uh, four years old. He wasn't even eligible for a vaccine, but he didn't have his VAX papers. He has cancer. He's got no hair. He's going through chemo and they're kicking him out. Jack Posobiec did a fundraiser, a GoFundMe or whatever yesterday and raised like a hundred grand for the family, the Ferguson family, you know, so they can find another place to stay while their little child, their little baby boy goes through uh, chemo and you know, you were right. I was saying McDonald's could do something about this, and maybe they could, but it's not, obviously, a McDonald's decision. They they, they should get involved. They should speak out, but it- I think it's a, the local, obviously, these local politicians, these blue state tyrants are out of control. The same day, we learned that Make-A-Wish in the United States wouldn't grant a wish to a child with cancer who wanted to go to Disney. Nothing special. That's a typical Make-A-Wish because the kid was unvaccinated. I
2: wonder, so I, I don't know this. I, I, I didn't think to look, but I wonder if make, the Make-A-Wish Foundation gets federal funds. And if so, then they'd be worried about that tap being turned off. If they certainly well, get
0: tax breaks. They do. Breaks. That, they mean, do. They're a nonprofit, it's, yes. It's a good charity. At least I always thought, always thought it was. They've just lost their minds, which brings me back to Australia where everybody has lost their minds. I would, I would tend to think, tend to say, hell, a month ago, I'd say, that can't happen here but don't you feel this creeping sense of uh, authoritarianism where there'd be certain people again the mass formation psychosis that that uh, dr malone talked about that would fall in line and he said go as he said go barking mad and you you you'd, you wouldn't recognize I'm them s- wouldn't recognize us it feels like i'm leaning this way now corona i'm yeah. leaning this way that it could happen here we will get to the, uh, the politician, the uh, premier of Western Australia and what he had to say. And you tell me, he's got an Australian accent, an Aussie accent, but you tell me if that person, if you could imagine hearing that here, imagine, oh, I don't know, Michelle Wu or Mariel Bowser or, or uh, you know Liz Warren or Ed Markey saying these things. And I tend to think, yeah they're not that far off i'll tell will you,
2: I'll, you that i'll tell you we've gotten a lot further than i thought we would i didn't think we would get as bad as as we've gotten in the united states so far
0: again as i said yesterday there's somebody like in a boardroom or in a in an office and they say in the ronald mcdonald's house yeah we got this four-year-old kid he's got whatever bone cancer he's, he's, he's brain cancer he's struggling his family's here from way out of town it's what they do they put people up but the kid isn't vaccinated and somebody in that room in that office said kick him out they got to go and they and if you haven't seen it i i tweeted it and i, I, I don't know you did you can now there's video they got an an, an order and a piece of paper he holds it up you got to go there's human beings in the western world who are saying kick that cancer kid out because he didn't get a vaccine Forget the fact that the kid's not even eligible or doesn't need it. They, you get in line, or you gotta go. Yeah. These are otherwise, uh, otherwise probably otherwise reasonable, rational people who've lost their minds. It's happening everywhere. It's coming. It's coming to a uh, to, to a blue state town or blue state city near you. We'll get into that. We'll talk to Dan Shaughnessy, who trolled uh, all his fellow baseball writers with his Hall of Fame ballot. Uh, voting for one guy, Jeff Kent. And by the way, leaving David Ortiz out, leaving him off, which at the Boston Globe, if you work for uh, John Henry and Linda Pizzuti, if you work for essentially the Red Sox, which is what Globe people do, Yes, this is heresy. Shaughnessy is definitely going to be uh, shunned around the office because he didn't bow down before Big Poppy, and you just don't do that at the Globe. But we can get into that a little later right now. Let me tell you about DCU. Why do DCU members love their free checking accounts? It's simple. No monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balance, no strings attached. What's better is with direct deposit to their free checking account, DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Who doesn't love getting paid early? Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They will even remove the hassle of switching to direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today. Dcu.org/slash/free checking, insured by NCUA membership required. All right. There was a story about two weeks ago that Joy Reed was gone. was out, but Joy Reed wasn't going to last because her ratings stink at uh, uh, MSNBC. And all I get to say is uh, you know, don't do it, don't do it, MSNBC. Keep just her just around. Keep her we around. need her, we need this lunatic. This racist, this vile, bigoted, racist, lunatic on MSNBC. I've never actually watched the show, but God, her clips go viral and she's friggin' she holds nothing back. I mean, I don't know if anyone ever told her to tone it down. You're just, you're, you're flat out racist on a daily basis. She's turned some of her uh, uh, attention to the anti-vaxxers and yesterday she had an idea. Let's just pay anti-vaxxers less. That's you know one big step toward this two-tiered society, which is happens as we pointed out before in in all in in all uh, you know fascist countries <laughs> you you target a group a minority you demonize them you blame them you you get the majority to hate them and she is one of the uh, one of the real useful idiots here for the uh, you know for the regime to blame the unvaxxed. I just wonder, and we're going to get to this Australian premiere, because I wonder about this, too, in Australia, wherever. Have they paid attention to the news? Have they kept up with the news? Do all the people we're talking about, Corano, do they understand? There's has been this little development, I think it started like in July, where we found out that the vaccinated can spread the disease, the vaccinated can get the disease. I just assume that no. someone who is
2: in media keeps up with media in the news keeps up with the news but she clearly is not one of those people we're talking about a vaccine that does not stop the transmission of covid and it may lessen the symptoms we think it may lessen the symptoms that's basically vitamin d it's like the efficacy of vitamin d and she wants people to get paid less for that
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's amazing and it's it's i mean it's not the first time that they've kind of the people have wanted to legislate you to protect yourself to do what's better for, best for yourself the individual not for society not for the person next to you just for you and i i I compared it to motorcycle helmet laws where in some places massachusetts one you have to wear a motorcycle helmet and it's to pre- protect yourself and i remember the debate uh we had it on the air years ago where you know people say you can't you know t- let tell me what to do and you can't and there were statistics of all the head injuries and the deaths for motorcycle riders without helmets versus with helmets and it's a you know debate worth having and you being a libertarian you probably think you know like six-year-old kids should be able to ride motorcycles without helmets and no license and everything else that's that's exactly that's debatable but this they won't even concede that the argument is similar to motorcycle helmets they won't say yes we just want to protect people from themselves. We want to keep everyone healthy. The same reason we, you know, uh, put, want to put labels on food that says too much trans fats or whatever. We want to have a food pyramid that we want to make sure you eat right, you exercise, and you take the vaccine. That's not the argument they use. No. They s- still say protect other people. And this did. To me, the amazing thing about the Australian thing, and again, every day, you, if you're online, if you're on social media, see these frightening videos from Australia where they are rounding up people. They came out with a, uh, an edict a couple days ago where you can only leave your home if you're on for three reasons. One's to, you know, medical care, one's to, uh, to help a, a neighbor or a friend. You can't leave your house to work. Work, going to work <laughs> nope. is not a reason. You can't walk your dog. They've lost their minds. And the amazing thing is they've lost their minds after learning that you can spread it whether you're vaccinated or not. It I mean, everybody doesn't, knows doesn't, it at this point. Don't they? Well, I don't know. Let's get to Mark McGowan, the premier of Western uh, well, Australia. Hey, but before
2: you go there, though, the Joy Reid thing that was crazy, though, is that she equated, uh, it, she equated it to smoking. She she said the non-vaccinated people are are just like smokers, so they should have to pay higher insurance premiums. They should have to pay higher for their health care, all of that stuff, which is crazy to me. We know that smoking causes cancer. We have years and years and years of data on that, so it right. makes complete sense. And we have what even if you want to compare just the data alone, what do we have data wise on the vaccine and, and, and vaccine efficacy? Twelve months tops. Nuts.
0: Right. And and I you know, you think about it. So you make smokers pay more for insurance because they're they're gonna get sick. They're gonna go in the hospital. Um unvaccinated, you know, 20 year olds, healthy, young, thin, fit 20 year olds, you're gonna m- pay them less, that's her and make them pay more for insurance. Why? Because I mean, Joy reads she's she's uh she's a little uh chunky, wouldn't you say? A little chunky. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, what does she eat? Does she uh Eat junk food. <clears throat> Maybe she smokes. Maybe um, we're gonna go through all that, and then you're gonna say some twenty-year-old who doesn't smoke, who doesn't drink, who his BMI is like zero, uh, who's fit as hell, just has COVID, so doesn't want the vaccine. That person is going to pay more than you. And there's
2: no I mean, like there's there's no like interest in taking a look at the different cohorts either. She's just making these blanket statements vaccinated not vaccinated. She's not even she's not even looking at it like I could understand the argument if you said everybody over 70 years old is going to put a lot more burden on on uh on the health um uh, on hospitals because they are more apt to go to the hospital if they get covid. So this will help right. them. Like you can at least see the argument there but no for her it's just blanket you are vaccinated or not vaccinated she doesn't look at the health of the person at all she doesn't care about that
0: she's nuts and unfortunately uh, she's not getting a lot of viewers so she's probably not going to last long and i don't know what the hell she's going to do she'll she'll land on her feet because she's angry she's racist and there's always a, a market for that she'll never get banned from social media that's for sure but let's listen to joy reed's proposal on how to handle the uh to filthy, un- how to segregate society and all those <laughs> right. filthy unvaxxed people.
1: Talk about what p- other countries are doing because at some point, I feel like people who are willfully unvaccinated, fine, don't get vaccinated, but they need to start to pay a little bit more of the cost of what this is doing to our system. Uh, there are fines that, that are uh, that are levied in places like Germany. Germany has stopped paying for the tests the virus test for people who choose to be unvaccinated. They've ended quarantine pay for those without vaccinations. IKEA, the company, is slashing sick pay for unvaccinated UK workers. If you are a smoker, insurance companies can charge you more. They can charge you a premium, up to 50%, and you have to put that on the form when you apply for insurance. At some point, don't we have to make people who are just saying I'm willing to take the risk to be unvaccinated, take the risk for me and take the risk for everyone I come in contact with. Shouldn't they have to pay more into the system because they are collapsing our health system? They're collapsing our
2: collapsing Um. (laughs) Um. and pay the and putting burden on on people they come in contact with. We what are you talking about anymore? How do you not know at this point again and again? You can transmit the disease whether you're vaccinated or not. Joy?
0: And it's amazing. We've known that for months and months and months and I don't know, maybe they they she knows it and just wants to ignore it cuz the whole argument for mandates goes out the window. These people are just so obstinate. They you think about it. Michelle Wu went to Harvard. She's not stupid. Right, these people aren't you know, stupid. She, she's she's sinister, but she's not stupid. She knows the latest, she knows unvaccinated, vaccinated doesn't matter. You can get it, you can spread it, and yet she sticks to the mandate. Why? Why? I mean, does, well, why does Meryl Bowser stick to the mandate when she knows it was uh, developed, adopted under false pretenses? That it's 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 utter madness. I'm looking at a tweet from uh, Jason Rance. He's a guy from Seattle. He's pretty good. He's you'll see him on. He's a talk show host out there. And he talked about in Seattle, they're nuttier than, than we are, or D.C. Yes. They fired all the unvaccinated nurses uh, a while ago, and now they have a shortage. So here's what they've done. They've ordered COVID-positive nurses to see patients because they have a staff shortage. So you can't be a nurse in Seattle, and this is happening in other places, too. If you're unvaccinated, if you've had COVID, you had natural immunity, you have your reasons, you get fired. You have a shortage of nurses. Their solution: have COVID positive nurses tend to patients. And are, are you talking about elderly? Lots of patients are elderly. So you get some elderly patient who broke her hip. and You got a nurse who has COVID tending to that person. We've lost our minds, but we haven't quite reached Australia levels yet. No, but, because this, and, and, and I'm telling you, Corano, uh, I'm. I'm not right. I'm not used to this yet. I see this guy yesterday. I see the one with the coffee cups a couple of days ago and it still amazes me. It still blows my, I shouldn't, it I've seems read like a fiction. lot about Germany in 1930. I've read extraordinary men. I've read what happens to people in these situations. They lose their minds. They get mass formation psychosis. They do the unthinkable. I shouldn't be sh- sh- shocked, but I am. It feels like you're watching video from from communist China, from from you know Wuhan, downtown Wuhan, when it's the you know it's the outback, and you're going, what happened to these people? Crazy.
2: Uh, Shaughnessy's in the uh, in the in the backstage here. So whenever you're ready for him,
0: we will get to Shaughnessy momentarily. But let's play this guy, and then uh, and then we'll get to Dan. Uh, his name's Mark McCowan, correct? Uh, that is correct. Here it is.
2: Life will become very difficult for the unvaccinated from January 31. No pubs, no bottle shops, no gym, no yoga classes, no gigs, no dance, dance floors, no hospital or aged care visits. If you go and get vaccinated today, you can have your second dose by early February. But if you choose to remain unvaccinated, and at this point, it certainly is your choice, you're choosing to put yourself at risk, you're choosing to put the people around you at risk, and you're choosing to increase the burden on
0: our health staff. Okay, okay, okay. It feels like it this should have a- been
2: maybe like last year. You could kind of get away with doing <laughs> this. Stuff is a like that.
0: prominent politician. He doesn't sound like he's uh, too stupid or uneducated. And he says no yoga classes. You know, no bottle shops. And it's, it's it's all punitive. It's no all hospital. just. No hospital.
2: You can't go to the hospital, or you can't get <laughs> yeah. urgent
0: yeah. care. Go to the hospital until you get your shot. And he flat out says you're putting other people at risk. And I'm, I'm dead serious when I say I'm at a loss here. I'm at a loss. What are they talking about? I mean, are they just flat out lying to get to, to, you know, whatever the means to the end? They don't care here. Whatever it takes to get people vaccinated. But to say that is to assume everybody listening is as ill-informed as you are. Honest to God, if you want to get people vaccinated, fine. Try to encourage them. Tell them their their symptoms will be lessened. They won't die. There's reasons to get vaccinated. One of them is not to stop the spread. Now that the is harms not way true. argument,
2: the harms way argument doesn't work anymore.
0: And it and, and it's one thing again. If you have some crazy racist news lady on, on on MSNBC, she can do some harm, but she can't do it. You know, by fiat, she can't say you can't leave your house this guy can. He, can. he says, you can't leave your house. You can't go to yoga. You can't visit a friend. You can't go to work because you are choosing to put other people in danger. That narrative died months ago and they won't let it go. And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, 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 close. I'm close to saying it's coming here. You know, we're kicking kids out of McDonald McDonald houses. We're shutting down. We're keeping minorities out of the cities not allowing them to work or, or go to restaurants you know we're not allowing kids to go to disney four-year-olds who don't get unvaccinated we're losing our minds slowly but surely we're going to end up like australia hopefully you know before long omicron because of omicron the, the 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 pandemic is over but i'm not sure that'll matter to people like this lunatic or michelle Wu or or ba- i'm not sure it'll matter they love the power of the control so much but you know what? We'll get back to this because it's not going away. These lunatics are just feeling it. They're loving it. They're, they're, they're riding high and they're, they're, they're exerting their, their, their pressure and their, it, it's just their control and their power and they love it. And it is frightening. But uh, anyway, let's get to Shaughnessy. But first, let me tell you about Pillow. Today's show is sponsored by MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com. Use code word Jerry for huge discounts. For example, the standard MyPillow, normally $69.98, is only $19.98 with code word Jerry. MyPillow is made in the USA. comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee machine. Washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you will ever sleep on. Get it now and support the show. You can strike back against cancel culture like me. Mike Lindell is constantly under attack. You know that. The CEO, this guy can't. <laughs> they've come after him perhaps harder than they've come after anybody not named Trump. You can't get the, uh, you can't get MyPillow in big box stores anymore. Of course not. But you can get factory direct pricing if you order from mypillow.com using code word Jerry. They've got over 150 products. a sheets, buy one, get one free. Half off of slippers. You can get a six piece towel set, regular. 109.99 for just 39.99 with code word Jerry. Just go to mypillow.com and use the code word jerry. G-E-R-R-Y. All right, there's a brand new sports podcast called The Long Game with LZ and Leach. It explores how events on the field collide with moments in politics, business, and culture that happen off the field. Hosts L Z Granderson and Will Leach dig into vaccination, hesitation, online betting. In all the wonderful isms and phobias we've come to know and love and hate. You can listen to new episodes of the long game with LZ and Leach every Wednesday on the recount.com or your preferred podcast platform. All right. Ready for Dan, Dan Shaughnessy is a um, columnist, longtime columnist from the Boston globe and pariah at the Boston globe, because he, <laughs> he doesn't bow down before big poppy. Also the author of, uh, Wish it lasted forever. A great new book about the glory days of the Larry Bird Celtics and his, you know, his role in it. You know, it's always about you, Dan, right? Yeah. But uh, I love, I, you know, reason I reached out to you this week because you took a lot of crap online about your uh, Hall of Fame ballot, but I it made me laugh out loud. Not just because you voted for Jeff Kent, who's a borderline candidate yeah. and the kind of a dink that not many people like i am sure you you can relate to him but 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 you left out big poppy and you took all kinds of grief online which you're used to but was a little cold around the hallways <clears throat> at the boston globe because let's face <laughs> well, it. Uh, well he's, he's a, nobody goes hero. In there he's anymore, a hero for your colleagues
3: well nobody goes in the globe anymore so you know there's there's none of that but you know the the colleagues those guys are okay the the other baseball writers everybody respects you know, I have a hard time not going off on other people and I, I I resist that urge. So I just, you know, everybody has their vote. I understand we're all jackasses by definition. I get it. Um, I, but I'm just trying to be consistent here and, and, you know, that's, that's what I'm trying to do. And, uh, so if I didn't vote for Bonds, Clemens, Sheffield, Manny, Sosa, Palmero, down, you know, McGuire, then why would I vote for David Ortiz, who failed the test? Uh, it's you know, it's it's the same thing. So yeah, because, I I know he's got Hall of Fame numbers. I know he's clutch hitter. I know he goes to hospitals. He's a great guy. He's he's earned his his great reputation with the community and all that stuff. But and he's going to get in. So my little my little boat doesn't, isn't going to matter
0: anyway. He's going he's getting in. My prediction years ago was he'd be the first steroid guy yes. because unlike Bonds and Clemens, people you know guys, writers just love him. They just love him as a guy, as a person. You know, nobody loved Barry. Barry was to, went month
3: to the a point. Run. To the point, Jerry, where the, the the Commissioner of Baseball gave him a presidential pardon, the only oh, that's one that's right. ever been issued. He said the day David retired, the Commissioner flew to Boston, had a press conference, and, and told everybody not to not to be so sure about that test. The same test that the other three names that 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 were flagged on that were Sammy Sosa, A-Rod and Manny Ramirez. They didn't get that forgiveness.
0: It is amazing. Here's I understand that some people vote for steroid guys. I've said it for years. I I wouldn't if I had the chance, I wouldn't they cheated. You don't want to reward them for that. They rewrote the record books. They get to keep all the money they earned, all the Cy Young's, all the MVPs, all the rings. They get to keep all that. They don't get this special honor. They, I'm sorry, they just don't. They don't deserve it. I'm with you. I think we're in the minority now. But the thing that oh, bothers man. me, when you see these ballots and you see, oh, Bonds and Clemens and and, and maybe, you know, you know, maybe or- Bonds and Clemens and Ortiz, but you don't see Sosa. Sosa had better career than, than David Ortiz and strictly I mean, by the numbers, which is usually how you vote uh, – Sosa hit sixty home he hit runs. Six hundred homers. Times. Yeah, Sosa hit sixty homers
3: three times. <laughs> so, Hits six hundred, you know, in total. I mean, everybody hates him. I understand that, and you know, he he looks goofy now, and you know, like like myself. But you know, he's he's an odd guy, and uh, but I don't know why he doesn't get the same love that that the other guys get. It's 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 a weird thing. It, it's what, not consistent. What's, what's the game.
0: logic? You know these guys. You know more better than than I do. I know some of them, but. The, what is the argument be, behind voting for Bonds and Clemens and, and Ortiz, but not voting for Sosa, Maguire, Manny, Arod? I mean, you you vote I, for either either you either you overlook yeah. cheating, <laughs> overlook the the, the the steroids, or you don't. Right.
3: I agree with that, and that that's what I've tried to do. And you know, with the the younger voters skewer, they're much more forgiving about this. Mm-hmm. I understand that, and there's a big. I feel it, it's it's misunderstood a little bit. They they look at that ballot and say, who are my favorite 10 guys? I, I wish I could vote for 30 of them. <laughs> I've, I've, never, I've never seen a ballot and said, there's 10 Hall of Famers on here. I thought we were supposed to vote for the Hall of Famers, not our favorite 10. And uh, across the board, you know, increasingly younger voters that get their vote, they can't wait to check off 10 boxes.
0: Who do you think
3: is are Clemens and Bonds getting in? Boy, Jerry, this is really interesting. because that, that guy does a good job, the Hall of Fame tracker. And um, I, I've followed it the last couple of years, and we know with the tracker, it's like it's—I guess it's like polling for elections. But forty percent have been tabulated—people who release their votes—and the people who release their votes tend to be more liberal and less crusty old bastards like me. You know, I only release it because the—I I would wait until the vote came out to release it if I had my way. But the Globe has this this show that they put on, so so I, I agreed to to be part of that. But and I've always. Told people what my vote what my ballot is but a lot of the older people don't do it they never release it so and and those vote totals that are on the tracker that it gets suppressed every year so right now Clemens and Bonds are like 78 79% you need 75% it'll go south and they're gonna they're gonna finish very close to that border. I know I know there are guys who have said it's the last year for them I'm coming over I'm coming over to their side it's so the last year. They've waited long enough they've been punished long enough blah 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 and and it is. We all know it's, it's, it's crazy to have a Hall of Fame where you got, you got uh, Harold Baines and Andre Dawson, and you don't have Barry Bonds. I mean, we know who the better player is. You got Trevor Hoffman. You don't have Roger Clemens. I mean, come on. I, I get that. I know, I know how stupid it looks. It's just – and I wish MLB would step up and just be like football, say all we care about is the numbers. It would be so much more fun to vote if that's all they yeah, care I mean, about. We have like the old-time to- baseball arguments.
0: I went to Canton and I'm telling you the one bus that everyone's drawn to, the one OJ. I took pictures with, is OJ. I mean, Gotta be. You start looking around after you find OJ, after you look at it. And I guess it's kind of a fascinating thing because you look at it and you go, yeah. They left him in. I mean, this guy killed two people. And it's, it's but you're ridiculous. right, it's black and white. It has nothing to do with what you did off the field. Nope. I, I, I just the thing that bugs me is the ones the ones who are gonna get in are the ones who didn't have to take steroids. These are greedy bastards. Bonds and Clemens both were on their way. They were stars. They were going to oh, yeah. be Hall of Famers, but it wasn't enough to just wasn't be enough. great players. You know, they wanted to be better than everyone, so they cheated. They lied. I mean, the way they went about it, when you think about it, Clemens threw his wife under the bus, his trainer. <laughs> Bonds, same thing. I mean, just these these were rotten people, and they're now being rewarded because the the writers are sycophants, many of them are. And they just can't imagine a Hall of Fame without Barry Bonds. I mean, why? The guy, we know what he did. We know what kind of person he is. Why is it so hard to say screw him?
3: Uh, I, I don't know. Pe- people, they want to be liked. They want to be popular with everybody and they vote for everybody. I, I, I understand. Wait, the one to watch will be A Rod over the years because he's first year this year. He's going to come in around 40, 45, and, and he is going to grow, grow, grow. And he, he will definitely get in the Hall of Fame. He's on this Goodwill campaign, he's right. on TV making nice with everybody. A-Rod's going to be, after, after Ortiz, A-Rod, and A-Rod failed multiple tests, lied multiple times. There's much more evidence on him than there is on
0: David. But right. you go with what your eyes tell you, too. Of course. I mean, the idea that anybody, I mean, you have to be Joe owned to not understand that these guys all cheated. You have to be that naive and that stupid to say, of course they did. A-Rod, like Bonds, is just a bad guy too. I mean, why do you want to reward someone like that? It it blows my mind. So you think bonds and Clemens get in and uh, I, I, Ortiz Jerry, I, I would say, in. I think, I think bonds and Clemens are not going to make it.
3: I think they're going to finish just shy. It's going to be a, a bleep show. It, it's going to, it's like January 25th or Ooh. something. They got it on here 25th. And I think they're going to, and it's the last Good. year. Then they get turned over to the veterans committee. That takes years of recycling and their era comes up. And, and those guys, are, they're worse than than, you know, old bastards like me. I mean, most of them, a lot of them are dying off. Like guys like Frank Robinson, Bob Feller, they never would have let the, these guys in. But now that you have Jeff Bagwell, um, uh, Mike Piazza, they're probably going to be pretty forgiving toward these guys if they can get some some seats on those veterans committees.
0: And uh, and you're right, Harold Baines changed things. It just Ooh. feels like there's a different uh, there's a different measuring stick. He, now had, he had Tony Baines. La
3: Russa and Jerry Reinsdorf on a 16 man committee. They were two of the 16. And they, 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 it was like the old days of Tammany Hall. They just beat everybody
0: up till they voted for him. Right. And, and now you look at it. To me, it's like Don Nelson's number retired. And every time they ask, should they retire this guy's number or whoever, I say, of course, they retired Don Nelson. I mean, it, it, you can retire him, retire everybody. You know, it's, it seems that kind of, that's kind of crazy. All right, let's get to the one guy who won't get in. He should get in. But you dropped him from your ballot because he collects World War II memorabilia and you just hate him. So... That's not a big deal anymore. Uh, Schilling has to be taken off the ballot. He no longer wants to be judged by people like you. But don't you feel kind of petty when you used to think he was a Hall of Famer, but now you don't because you don't like him because he wore a stupid T-shirt?
3: Well, I said it's a consistency thing to try to be consistent. I voted. I did vote for him once or twice. I'm not sure. It's all It's all re- researchable, I'm sure. But yeah, when he started you know, misbehaving the way he has, Jerry, and, you know, we, we disagree on this, if, if his family had taken his computer away from him two years ago, he would be in the hall of fame now. I mean, and, and that's, it's, 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 it's beyond, it's not, I, we, we could, we're not going to go here. Let's just not do it. You know, I, it's, it's, it's dangerous stuff that I'm seeing, you know, I'm not, I know you guys are aligned politically, but just tell him if he had just stopped and and last year, Jerry, why did he insult 71% of the writers voted for him last year? And then he
0: insulted all of them. And, you know, he's he's calling you out. Think of what he's doing. He's putting you on the spot. He's calling you out. You—that's fine. Call me out, but don't insult admit, the other 71 percent guys who did vote for him. But you admit you did once upon a time. But you admit you stopped voting for him because you don't like him. And you admit. You well, because I, for I'm him. not going
3: to honor that. It's it's same as not honoring the the steroid cheaters. I'm not going to honor that. No, yeah, I, that's my Jeff, choice. Jeff, Jeff my Kent's my candidate. choice. And and he's not. If he had the numbers of Clemens, it would be a lot harder to not vote for him. In my view, he's a borderline candidate to start with. And when your character, in my view, comes up to the point where you're a menace to society, which I think he is, then then I'm not going to honor that. But you know, we don't want it. We don't want to get going on this,
0: right? What makes him a menace to society? Because he wore a T-shirt that hurt your feelings.
3: We're, I don't. We're not. We're not going to go down this path. We've done this before. Why do it again? We're not gonna it's go down his, his last time. Ahead.
0: It's his last time of being. I know, and I'm, I'm telling you, if he had,
3: like if, you. if he had followed my advice, if they had removed the laptop from his presence two years ago, he would be in the hall of fame. The man has talked himself out of the hall of fame. It's very but, unfortunate. But, Consider what we're
0: going to see next July. We're going to see you can't. Yeah. He can't get in the Hall of Fame because of character. Because you know you're not. He's not a good guy. Okay. Next up, Barry Bonds. Here we go, Barry. Well, let's hear I don't it, from think Barry Bonds. But David's let's getting in. From, it'll Let's be, hear it Roger Clements. Let's hear it for Manny Ramirez or a Let's A-Rod. hear it David Ortiz. I, David Ortiz. Yeah. Um, we should get. We should get into that because again, I'm. 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 I, I started this off by saying I, I respect the troll job you did. When you only vote for Jeff Kent, you won't admit it. Uh, but does it bother you how people, your colleagues, other, you know, other voters, other baseball writers look the other way at all of the uh, questionable things about David Ortiz and just bow down before him like he's Bobby Orr?
3: Yeah. Everybody reads it. Everybody reads that. They're charged differently on that. And I see it. I wish baseball were, didn't ask us to to pass judgment on this crap. You know, like you said, Hall of Fame, OJ, they're they're all good. So we're 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 the bad guys for doing this, and yeah, and with David, the the David love the notion that it, it's so it's it's really a homerism boosterism kind of thing that that the rules don't apply to him. I mean, <laughs> uh, the, it's just that that's amazing to me. So you know, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be a jackass, you, gotta, you try to be universal. I guess I don't know.
0: You think there are people who won't vote for steroid guys, but will vote for him because he got special dispensation from the commissioner yes or because he... <laughs> look at the numbers i mean he's definitely i've seen the numbers they, they jump off the page it's just, the, the numbers make a better case for him being a steroid guy than you know his appearance or his uh, testing positive does i mean he's got he, 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 the black Ink when he's old when he's 40 is is criminal is, is is as incriminating as anything
3: yeah the, the farewell tour you know i just kept using the word unbelievable and i, I
0: meant that literally I mean, you but, know, it, it was not believable, and and it still isn't. And but we're going to soon find out, you know, get to the bottom of the deal where he gets shot in, you know out in broad daylight and in the Dominican by some gang. What was that? Because he was talking to the wrong woman or something. Is that was the you know that that, that the story?
3: Be, that's the best case, you know. I mean, whatever. Because I, I I fear it's something worse than that. You know, I hope not. Is uh,
0: Police Chief uh, Ed Davis still? Ed's Ed's taking. He's
3: taking his Spanish classes first, and then he's going to get to crack the case.
0: He's going to get to the bottom. But all right, before uh, before we uh, move on, before we let you go, let's move on. You are famous for talking, for writing, for pointing out that other coaches turn to mush when they look across the field at Bill Belichick. It's so true. I'm with you every step of the way. It's it's embarrassing over the years to watch what they do, how they react to coaching, competing against Belichick. I said that one of the best examples was earlier this season at Buffalo when Sean oh, McDermott wet himself when he had a chance to beat Belichick at home in the wind. He didn't, he failed, but he bounced back nicely at New England a couple of weeks ago and beat Belichick. What happens this weekend, Deshaun Sean McDermott hold up? They, they're home, but the weather's going to be really bad like it yeah. was when the Patriots won. And you know Belichick will be ready. You know they'll have, he'll have his team ready. I, I, they're six-point underdogs, the Patriots. I, I, I have a feeling Belichick's going to find a way. What do you think? That's a, good, that's a good summation. This thing's teed up
3: pretty good for them and because Buffalo's got better players. They're a better team. They manhandled them in Foxborough in a, on a neutral field. It was right. in the crossfire hurricane that they had trouble. And, and the coaching thing, you know, I, I always believe but I wonder about that this year. Worry that Bill doesn't have that edge this year because of the, the blocked punts and the, the pre-snap penalties and just a lot of the stupidity we've seen, the way they finished. I mean, it, I think if it's a fair fight, they're in trouble. But if the weather could neutralize a lot of Buffalo's strengths, which is the quarterbacks. Theirs is much better. And um, the, the Belichick factor, McDermott goes all stooge again and, and loses his mind. It, that gives them a shot. It, it is teed up for them to uh, to have an upset here. I just I
0: worry that going in they're just not as anywhere near as good. And and it seems to me the, I just was watching some show and they said oh the big game this weekend the one you don't want to miss is uh, Tampa Bay hosting Philly and I go what <laughs> Tampa Bay is a huge favorite Brady playing at home last year he went on the road and won three games and made it to the Super Bowl I I predicted. Tampa Bay, New England Super Bowl about two months ago. Do you, still, do you think I have a chance? What do you think? I love that. There was a time it
3: was statistically the most likely matchup. I mean, you know, and that was when the Patriots were the number one seed in the conference and all that, those, those golden days, before they kind of got exposed by the Colts and the Bills and the Dolphins. But um, that's a long shot now. And it's as we know, Tampa, with all the injuries they've had to the wideouts, you know, and AB taking off and all that stuff, so he doesn't have the weapons he had. It'll be harder for them. They that was amazing what they did last year. You're right. They won three road playoff games, and, and then, I mean, and, and they I,
0: won one in Green Bay, which is going to happen again this I know. year if yeah. it stays true to form. That's bigger than the Super Bowl. You know, Tampa Bay at Green Bay. Yeah. See, I I don't either one of those teams gets in. I'm good because I this is how I choose my team now. The same way I choose my president or my political candidate is. Who annoys the media the most? And the media <laughs> hates Aaron Rodgers. Speaking of uh, petty voters, writers who vote, guys who won't vote for Rodgers because he didn't get uh, uh, vac- vaccinated, and people hate Brady for all the usual reasons because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's Brady, uh, that that matchup will be awesome. And one of those teams will go to the Super Bowl, and the media, many of the little people in the media will be, uh, the whole staff at ESPN will be ripping Aaron Rodgers for selfishness because he wasn't vaccinated, but you, you, you probably agree with them, right? You, you, uh, yeah,
3: I'll be ripping them too. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll join yeah. in that.
0: Yeah. 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 I think it was, a, it was a couple of weeks ago when you and I were texting because I forget why you were, uh, you wanted to come and confront me because I was picking on your colleagues because they were, I think they were, uh, criticizing the Boston garden because the Boston garden wasn't the, the people at the garden security wasn't checking vax cards and making sure people had their masks up all game. Are you one of those weirdos? I can't remember.
3: Um, there was a point where I, did I, did I approach you about something? I, yeah, I, I'm you,
0: often tempted to. You wanted to come on, I assume to defend your colleagues. I, was I can't up. remember
3: what that was. Cause there are many times when I'll see, I'll, I'll be looking at your Twitter feed. I'm like, Oh, he did it again. I got, I got to call Callahan and I, I've resisted that urge, but I can't remember if I actually did it once. So I don't know what that specific coral was that I took you up on. I don't know.
0: I tell you what you're going to have to do. We were just talking about this briefly. I think it was some, I was picking on your colleagues who are these vac vax fanatics mm-hmm. and I'm not anti-vax. I've been vaccinated. I'm anti-mandate and I can't stand these little, these little weasels, these little Karens in the media that say, Oh, you know, this player, whatever it's, whether it's Aaron Rodgers or, uh, or Novak Djokovic and they just want to destroy him because he was selfish because he didn't vaccinate It's 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 really revealing. These are petty little people, and the globe is full of them, as you know. So uh, I think it was that. I think that's what upset you. But hey, let me ask you. I was. I don't think I can sit
3: here and have any more globe bashing. This is going to be bad for me. Can you? Uh, What do you mean? You're Um, you're
0: almost done. You're almost. You're a dinosaur, Sean. That's why I always defend. I officially disagree with Callahan's globe bashing. I want that on the record. I always defend you. I always did it, you oh, know, yeah. with uh, with Minahan when we'd argue about you. I'd say you're gonna miss him when he's gone because they're gonna replace him with just some cookie cookie cutter woke liberal who writes things that nobody reads, and they'll never be. It'll be just. It won't be worth reading. It's like, I mean, I occasionally have to go to my little incognito window and cheat and get through the paywall just to read you. It's the only reason I do it. Well,
3: Thank you. Thanks for your efforts,
0: there, Jerry. And and when you're done, you admit it. They'll They won't replace you with anybody who ever writes anything worth reading. It'll be like everyone else. They'll just write the same old crap. Well,
3: we have wonderful, talented young people (laughs) lined up to replace me.
0: You're going to have to do this in the next three weeks. I've decided it's your job as a sports columnist. And I would have done it when I was doing that gig, but the Olympics. I don't know if you're aware of this. Start in three weeks. Less than Mm -hmm. three weeks in Beijing, China. Right down the road. Are concentration camps full wow. of Uyghur Muslims making, you know, Nike stuff? They're 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 crushing dissent, and obviously in Hong Kong they're going to do it in Taiwan. And there are human rights abuses everywhere. There's been a diplomatic boycott already by the Biden regime. It's going to get bad. It's going to get weird. It's going to get uncomfortable. What are you going to say?
3: You're not going, are you? No, that was that ship sailed a long time ago. I I did have a chance, but now I I don't think the Globe's even going now. I think the you know. Protocols and COVID and, and just really? the restrictions over there—you're not going to be able to get to anybody or talk to anybody. It's so—it's going to be so bizarre. You think so of that. There cities I still big wonder big if it's going to happen. Honest to God, I mean, but I guess I guess they're so close. They got to carry on with something here. So I—I I don't know, Jerry. I, I don't have a lot of interest in the topic. I understand.
0: I'm not. You're gonna, a, you're gonna I, because think how bizarre it's going to be. They have locked down cities. Yeah, where you can't move, <laughs> and the yeah. Olympics, where there's, you know, whatever, 100 nations competing, and you're going to tune in, and it's going to be whatever, figure skating or you know, ski jumping, and you're going to go, that's in China? <laughs> it's just I, I feel be...
3: bad for the athletes because it's so right diminished. On. And, and you know, these people, you know, they get once every four years, and, you know, if you miss that window, it's once every eight years. And, and you know, these young people, it's not the athlete's fault. And that's a lot of training, and that's it's a life's dream for them. And then they got to have all this stench around
0: it. It's bad. It shouldn't. It shouldn't have been there. You're right. It's unfair to them. And if this thing were in Switzerland right now, it'd be celebration. Everyone would be watching. Yeah. Everyone would think it was cool. Instead, it becomes political because the Olympics is a celebration of the home of the host country, which is what it's going to be. Which is going to be really weird. Everyone's going to be running to Enos Freedom for a comment. Oh, that's he's right. <laughs> which God, I, I love him. He's great. But anyway. Uh, how's the book doing? How's the book doing? It's called. Yeah,
3: the book did too well. They ran out of books. Oh, good. So, I mean, we're waiting for the next shipment, and now the supply chain issues, like everything else. So we sold all the books. It went too well,
0: but there's more did, on the way. Did you ever? I want to know if you heard from Bird. Any word from Bird? I no. want to know. I
3: was just talking to Ryan about that yesterday, and Bob did get a little back and forth. Um, but he's, as you may be aware, he's turned off the faucets. I know that. Jackie couldn't get him. Bob couldn't get him. I couldn't get him. And, and Cedric Maxwell couldn't get him. Wow. So to me that's turning off the faucets. I think, I think he, you know, he kind of, he got to 65 and he's not, doesn't really do the no show job at the Pacers anymore. And, (laughs) you know, I think he's just playing golf and, and living off the fat of the land down there in Naples,
0: Florida. Yeah. Good for him. You know, it's it's just another reason to love him. He doesn't need, doesn't need that love. He's not, uh, you know, a rod out there looking for love, but, uh, I'm glad it's doing well. It's called uh, Wish It Lasted Forever. Dan Shaughnessy from the Boston Globe. We appreciate the time, Dan. Thanks.
3: Thanks, Jerry. Be nice to me. <laughs> always, always. I mean,
0: I mean, it's not, not enough of a compliment that I make. I get on my computer. I go to my little incognito window. I, I get through that. the paywall just to read you. That's my <laughs> praise. That should be like... One of those little right. uh, thumbnails. Read all the things. other fine
3: writers in the Globe, too. He'll be nice to us. The Globe's great. Uh, I
0: love the Globe. Is, See is, you. Bye. Is uh, Kevin Cohen still? Yeah. Uh, Mike Barnacle, Yeah, I read him, too. I read Mike All right. Thanks, Shaughnessy. Appreciate it. Um, that is Dan Shaughnessy from the Boston Globe, who filled in one name in his Hall of Fame ballot, Jeff Kent, who probably who won't get in, I don't think and didn't vote for any of the juicers, which I like. I would do the same, and I like it because it just annoys all the young writers who uh, just aren't quite as quite as curmudgeonly, aren't quite as critical of their heroes, and they don't care that they were cheating, lying, blaming others. They don't care that they rewrote the record book. Um, doesn't matter. They, they These are their guys, their heroes. They don't look at them as... Uh, Baseball players, they're gods. They're just like, you know, when you were 10 years old, that's how they look at the baseball players. And they are gonna be very, very disappointed if Clemens and Bonds come up short.
2: And I do understand that. that I do understand that argument. It's the but the Schilling one is not not a good one. I mean, he voted for Jack Morris, he voted for Jim Rice. Jack Morris was really <laughs> shitty to female reporters. And you know, I don't talk to women when I'm naked unless uh unless they're on top of me. When you know he talked to this uh, woman reporter Jennifer it's Frey ter- when she was a in terrible a- guy. A terrible guy. guy great then,
0: great point by you, Carano.
2: And Jim and then Jim Rice too it was a complete dick. I mean I don't, I don't he was, I was pretty young, but he he was a complete dick. Dick. Yeah, and he's <laughs> terrible on air. Jim Rice is so bad on air.
0: He's the oh, worst. he's so awful. It's such a joke. It's like pretend time. Let's pretend it's like oh. on. Let's pretend that he's competent. Let's pretend he adds anything to this. He's not. A, he's border.
2: He's borderline too. Jim Rice, borderline Hall of Famer. I don't think he should have yeah. gotten in.
0: I, I wouldn't have voted for him and just a bad guy. And, and Schilling's not a bad guy. He's not Schilling's a bad guy. He's just talks. outspoken guy. He's right. a political guy. He's a good family guy. He's a good Christian man. He takes care of his kids, his wife, his fam, his farm. And he says, you know, provocative things, but they, I mean, it was another guy. He's no longer with us. A friend of mine, Mike Shalen, who didn't vote for him because he collected Nazi memorabilia. I we go. And we had, I talked about it. A bunch of Nazi like, stuff, what are you yeah. talking about? He's a world war two buff. He has Nazi memorabilia. It's hard to be a World War II buff, you know, without having some of the stuff from that country. They kind of were instrumental in the whole deal, but he had lots of stuff from the British, from the Americans, from the Japanese. He had a pretty uh, substantial collection. He donated it to a museum in New Orleans, and it, it included some Nazi stuff, valuable stuff. And that's why... A voter for the Hall of Fame didn't vote for him these people. Are because, children?
2: They're like they 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 uh, self-aggrandizing. They think they're they're better. They pass judgment. A typical media, honestly. But it's just you can't like that's not what the Baseball Hall of Fame is all about.
0: It's not supposed to be, and, and there is a character clause.
2: There is, but that you it's know, different. Yeah, unlike
0: the okay. Football Hall of Fame, you can keep people out with bad character, which is why you're supposed to keep people out who you know beat up their wives, or in exactly. the case of Pete Rose, who gamble on games,
2: right, or cheat. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. If you're a cheat, violent person, cheat. cheat, all that. Fine, keep them out. But because you disagree with them politically, come on, get off your high horse.
0: he Honestly. had a T-shirt that said
2: uh, "Just
0: Add Free Journalists, Some Assembly Required." Right. We just can't, just can't be making fun of journalists. Uh, but uh, he won't get in. Hopefully, Bonds and Clemens won't get in. That'll really upset the writers. And uh, Poppy will. David Ortiz, as predicted by me years ago will be the first uh, convicted steroid guy who had, uh, flunked the test, failed the test, yeah. who was clearly uh, juicing. He'll be the first because Poppy is that beloved. I all right, let's do Shea, Shea awesome. and then wrap this sucker up. Let me tell you about Shea Concrete. I would have been telling you about Shea Concrete for a long, long time. Today, we're sitting with the man who makes it all work, the man in charge of the whole place, my brother-in-law, Greg. Hey, Greg, seems like business is booming at Shea Concrete. We're cranking that out, Jerry. Well, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm just wondering, what's holding you back these days? We could use some good help. You need people? We need people. How many people do you need? At least 20 people. 20? Well, wow, what kind of people? We have positions driving trucks, working in the production plants, estimating engineers... All kinds. Do you need any podcasters? I <laughs> you know, we do have the precast podcast. Well, I, I think it seems like a great place to work, as I tell people. It's a family atmosphere. You guys are good to your people. There's a great gym here at the headquarters. Uh, what's holding you back? Why can't you find people? Besides being to work on time, you have to pass the drug test. Ooh. <laughs> you have to pass a drug test. That's all it takes. All right, if people want to uh, come see you, they want to talk, what do they have to do? Bunch of ways. They can, if they want to be a team member, they can go to SheaConcrete.com, fill out an application. They can come to any of our offices. we got four locations. They can call me up directly. They can email jobs at SheaConcrete.com. And you'll give them a hat? And We'll give them a hat. hats. Yep. All right, sounds good. SheaConcrete.com. All right, I I know Dan didn't have a lot of thoughts. I didn't think he would. It was, hasn't been, he hasn't been writing about it, but... uh, it's coming. The Olympic storm is coming. And I was just reading about it this morning saying, this is going to be bizarre. This is really going to be bizarre. There are cities around Beijing, some probably which are supposed to be hosting, you know, events and parties and everything for the Olympics that are locked down, that are like Australia. You can't leave the, you can't leave your house. There are going to be a celebration on February 4th. I believe it starts on the second and then the big, Opening ceremonies on the 4th, a celebration of the host country, the host country which two years ago released a virus unto the world, killing millions, including 800 Americans, destroying economies. I mean, destroying countries' livelihoods. That country is going to be celebrated in less than three weeks. Tell me that isn't going to be freaking bizarre. Uh, Karano, that is just, the whole atmosphere. You know what? NBC is going to be the uh, the biggest enabler of them all. They're not going to talk about Uyghur Muslims or no Taiwan way. or Hong Kong. No. They're going to talk about, isn't this wonderful? And they got lots of corporate sponsors. Those people aren't boycotting. The only ones boycotting are diplomats. We're not sending diplomats, which means nothing. Corporations will be there. Athletes will be there. And NBC will be there with the blanket coverage, pretending all is well in communist China. It's going to be bizarre. The one thing we'll be watching for is some courageous af- athlete, some Enos key, Enos, Frant, Enos freedom type who holds up a sign or has says something and free the Uyghurs or Free Taiwan. That's going to take some balls, and it's on the world stage. I don't think they'll be able to, you know, grab them like they did the Tian- Tiananmen Square protesters and make them disappear. I wonder They're not if going to be able to do that.
2: Social media might, though. I mean, it might just start. It might that that imagery might get get passed around a little bit. But we'll see if if um, accounts start to get taken down. Who are sharing? You know, no, no
0: question. There's no. That's a good point. No question. Forget the corporations who are most on board will be Google, Twitter, Facebook. They yeah. will do whatever their masters in communist China say. That's going to be another subplot. It's going to be wild. I'm looking forward to it. It starts on February 2nd, which is what? What, what is this? Uh, three this is weeks away, I guess, something 18, like that? 20 days, 20 yeah. days for the most bizarre Olympic Games ever. All right, we got to wrap this up. I just wanted to say, a uh, stupid move for the five, you know. That's one of my shows, and I know there's lots. Of, by the way, have you ever seen the ratings for the five? It's off the charts. It's pretty they're high. They're winning the cable yeah. at five o'clock. They're winning the. They're beating Tucker. They're beating Hannity. They're beating Rachel. They're beating everybody, and they named Judge Janine the permanent co-host, which was stupid because there were a couple others, including Katie Pavlitz, who was the best. She's out, and they announced that Harold Ford and Geraldo are permanent. Rotating co-host, another dumb move, but look, who might argue their ratings are off the charts? But uh, and uh, Brady, I just broke down all the numbers. Brady's going to finish a close second in the MVP race, which is amazing. Aaron Rodgers is going to win. I'm okay with that. That annoys the media, but Brady has is is close. He's close. A 44 year old man finishing second in the MVP in the NFL is. Mind he
2: bottom. Brady, if he played middle of the pack for the next five years, he would still have a career. Like he is not even—he's not slowing down at all. He had one of his best seasons this year.
0: Best stat I've seen—he's got 168, I think, touchdown passes after the age of 40. Same number that Troy Aikman had in his career. <laughs> Troy Aikman, a Hall of Famer, of course, a great player, yeah. a great quarterback, had the same number of t- a, a, a Super Bowl champ, two time, two time, three times Super Bowl champ. I thought three it was three. Champ. Yeah. He, I think it is three. That guy had the same number of touchdown passes in his career Just as Tom Brady has since turning 40.
2: No no one's done anything like
0: this. He's going to the NFC title game at Green Bay in one, two weeks. It's going to be fun. It's going to be wild. Can't wait. An amazing, amazing year. He had the same number of wins as Aaron Rodgers. He's like... he's
2: he's like a more talented Ricky Henderson who played forever it's kind of like
0: that <laughs> but, but, this, but Henderson
2: was still competitive after age 40.
0: the funny thing is when you're a sports writer what you're always looking for comparisons yeah. what you do with you comps there are no comps there are no comps there's no one even close to his uh, uh, to accomplishing what he has at his age in the most brutal sport I know and there's no there's no like basketball player there's really no baseball player who is you know the best in the game and Won the championship and all that at that age. There's no golfer. No, I like. You know,
2: maybe Gordy Howe, but it, but, but he didn't win it. The quarterback it, is the most important position in football, right. and he plays it at this, the highest absolute level. And he's 44 years old.
0: It, it, it's mind-boggling, and there is nothing even close. Man, we'll be. Uh, I'll be rooting for him this week against Philly because I, I never root for Philly teams, and I yeah. want to see him get to Green Bay. I want to see him advance. That will be fun. Patriots Saturday night. I'm going with the Patriots, yeah, plus 6.5. I like Belichick's chances. The weather will be awful, and I just feel like he's he's going to come up with something. They are going to find a way, and the, the Bills are the Bills. They're going to find a way to blow it, to choke. And uh, it depends. You know, last time the weather was really bad, the Patriots dominated without throwing the ball. That will be the game plan again. We'll see what happens Saturday night. But we... We'll leave it there today. Uh, Carano, thanks to everybody for watching and listening and commenting. Thanks to Dan Shaughnessy, author of Wish It Lasted Forever. We appreciate it. Thanks to you, Carano. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we'll do it tomorrow morning only on Locals. You got to go to Locals. You got to go to Callahan.com.locals and join us. Do I have that right?
2: No, Callahan.locals.com. I
0: did. I got it right. You said
2: Callahan dot com dot Locals, but it's Callahan.locals.com. Oh, i I got it backwards.
0: Callahan.locals.com. Right. Yep. Callahan.locals.com, and you can join us tomorrow morning. Talk to you then.